0: Um, I'm here with Tony, one of the um, founders of Faces in Luton. And Faces is an organization working against child sexual exploitation, um, but using a faith base uh, to do that from. Um, We've just watched the video uh, of Hostile, uh, the trailer of it. And I thought I'd ask Tony a few questions, um, just for his opinion on on some of the things he's um, spotted in this. So um, I'd, I'd like to just ask you first, and, and first off, Tony, um, what emotions did you experience watching this video, and how do you think these issues play out in British life?
1: I, I it, it just, in in many ways, demoralising and. Uh, It reminds me of something that I've heard numbers of people talking about. It's just the context, not just in the UK but in the West, that we're living in an age of popularism, uh, polarization and post-truth. And I thought that the video highlights just that the popularism is there, that rather than leading, actually just following and and that, that results in polarization of, of extremes there and truth is, is sacrificed and I, I just think that I, I just long for us to move through this from this era um, but, but fear we've got uh, a long way ahead and and a lot of what we're seeing is that the consequence of that,
0: of that.
1: Uh, and 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 the polarization in it and you, you see the different ways that things are polarized that, that once you start treating people differently and just the way that we deal with different refugees and I, I know in different community is that the damage that that, that does the mm-hmm. fact that, uh, that Ukrainian refugees are dealt with differently than Afghan refugees are treated differently than other refugees and the suspicions are not wanting to make claims but the suspicions are there's racist because Ukrainian refugees are white European and the other refugees are, are, are of different color and so people can presume that the racist element there which which is of course hurt and anger in the communities um, and it, it Causes polarization and, and and great damage.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Tony. So, um, what you're saying is basically the, um, the 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 very thing of democracy itself is to follow the crowd <laughs> in a way. And and actually, there's a need for leadership into this area. And and you're you're also saying that there's very polarized views that are being played out, and people are being viewed differently than they should um how how do you think truth suffers as a result of this as well
1: well i I think people manipulate truth to their ends and so uh if you say something enough times it becomes truth and and people get confused it's all sound bites there's no depth to things um and yeah Uh, I don't want to name names, but there, are, but it's obvious that many politicians are manipulating the truth to their own their own ends.
0: Yeah, the, the murky world of politics. Um, I think I think in terms of British society, um, how do you think people view things like? Uh, immigration, like we've seen on on the video, um, what do you think um, some of the solutions are for the British public? If 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 you're in a position to uh, help that along,
1: I, I think the the danger is, which is the populism there, is that there are some people who can't see uh, immigration, see refugees as humans and the way that we are treating some people, I, I think can only be described as, as in, inhumane. Mm-hmm. So so the, the thing that is really stirring me at the moment is because I, I work and have become friends with numbers of different refugees, with Ukrainian refugees, with other refugees, and trying to help them navigate the fact that they've been dealt with differently. Mm-hmm. But other refugees, they they are settled in a place they're traumatized the stories are i haven't met a refugee without a horrendous background story and that they are traumatized and that they're placed often in hotels in uh, small uh, rooms two people in a room no privacy but what's worse is that they Try to and need to because of their trauma settle down roots, make friendships, make relationships. But then, within twenty-four hours, they can suddenly be told to get ready, put in a taxi, and take to another part of the country without wow. any notice at all. And and that adds to their trauma. So it's not just the fact that pe- that's happening to people, but it's over the heads of everyone. Mm-hmm. And so when it happens the whole community is then traumatized because think that could happen to me i've had people turning up uh, at my door who uh, with kids who have been settled in a place the kids have been at school for two years and then waiting for their case to be reviewed and then suddenly being brought to luton with their kids no school places uh, put into a tiny room no resources, nothing. Why? And it's, uh, the whole thing I think is treating people inhumanely and rather than preparing people for uh, stay and be constructive citizens in this nation, it's adding to their sense of trauma and doing everything against what is needed. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, and when challenged on this, Home offices, officials, and others refuse to to engage. I, I I've spoken to MPs about it, but the, uh, the Home Office won't talk to them because they say they're not their citizens because they're only there temporarily, and it's nothing to do with them as MPs. So the MPs, uh, local MPs that I've spoken to, are as frustrated as anybody else, uh, and I just think that we need to, as a society, treat people with humanity i believe that as a christian i believe that we're all made in the image of god but i also believe that if, as a citizen that we're all equal citizens mm. and we need to
0: treat people better yeah, yeah. Do, do you think um people moving to this country are asked to behave better than the people living in this country
1: I, I, I don't know if they are doing that as, as such they I, I think that it's they are it, it's it's not it's the fact that they're traumatized that we are missing mm-hmm. um, and the and, and the assumption that seems to be made across the board is these are e- e- predominantly economic migrants who are just traveling for a, a better life and we need to discourage them that's the populist theory that's there mm-hmm. the vast majority that i I've, pe- uh, I've spoken to are people who are here who have made massive sacrifices of leaving family behind because they fear for their lives and they fear for their families and that's where the difficulty comes in terms of post-truth is that that the assumption that's there the popularism is there that these are people who are taking us for a ride the reality is that this is their last resort and they're making massive sacrifices and we're not Listening to their stories, and and I, I'm I, and I think one of the, the ways of doing the difference is something that I'm I'm seeking to work on is to to give a much better public profile to the stories that I'm hearing of people who are here because their houses have been firebombed, because they they've spoken out against their governments. And the mob has attacked them. Senior people in countries who have fled here for safety. Their family have hidden in uh, the countryside where they live, uh, wanting a safe place. And being here because they feel they've got no alternatives. Uh, and if they stayed where they were, they and their families would be at risk. And then and the issues that they face to get here are horrendous and they're just needing acceptance they need to be able to put down roots
0: yeah and and so there's a massive loss of humanity in this whole process um you're, you're a, a a strong person of faith And um, I'm just wondering, faith wise, what leads you to think of some of the solutions to this? You've mentioned, highlighting the case, making people aware of what's going on. Um, Are there other things that come from your faith that make you think of solutions into the very messy world of immigration? But
1: but I I think it's the 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 heart of the matter is that we're all equal in the eyes of God, we're all made in the image of God. And the, the difficulty that we have is when we uh, elevate one culture above other cultures and treat people differently based on, on on, that. And so I think that the heart of my faith, the heart of faith which is interesting, so I, I'm a Christian but I, I my Muslim friends believe the same, that we're all made in the image of God. We all have equal value. Uh, towards God and we need to treat people yeah. uh, like that equally and and when we don't that causes the polarization yeah uh, and, and I think that's the, the, the heart of it and and to uh, and the, the other thing that I, I believe definitely is a Christian is that the heart of my Christian faith is our upside down issues in terms of power, that power is is meant to be used to lift up the powerless rather than to push them down and that's at the heart of the Christian faith and so Christ died for us, he emptied himself of all his power for the sake of others Mm -hmm. and we're called as followers to him. So those who are powerful are meant to use and those who have influence those who have everything going for them is not to exalt themselves it's not to make life better for them but to help others and which is what we're called to do as christians and what we need to try and help our society to see
0: yeah thanks tony wonderful to ask you some questions and i think we'll have to leave it there Um, but I'm sure you've got much more to say on the subject. But thanks for letting me interview you. Pleasure. Thank you, Nigel.